0: welcome to today's episode of the Beyond Plastic Coffee Talk, where we meet people who are working together for a world with less plastic. I'm Katie Holloway, the founder of Cocoon Communications, and I'm supporting the Beyond Plastic platform with PR and marketing.
1: And I'm Ulrich Kraminski, the founder of Beyond Plastic.
0: In today's Coffee Talk, we're joined by Insia Jafferji from The Shellwork, winners of the Beyond Plastic Silver Award for Most Innovative Approach. Welcome, Insia. It's Great to have you with us today. Thanks Kitty. it's great to be here. So most importantly, this is the Beyond Plastic coffee talk. Do you have a coffee or another drink in front of you? <laughs>
2: I do, I've got my coffee.
1: This is great. So we can start right away. Please Insia, tell us a little about yourself, who you are and what you do.
2: Sure, so I'm Insia, as you mentioned, I grew up in Sri Lanka, and then I went to study in California. So I did mechanical and manufacturing engineer just because I really liked how things are made. Part of what I was doing there, I felt like something was missing. I wanted to do something more meaningful. And so I came to do my master's at the Royal College of Art and Imperial College London. And that's where I met my two co-founders, Edna and Amir, and that's how the shell work started. Right now, what we're doing is working on creating natural alternatives to plastic packaging. The way we started doing that was actually extracting a biopolymer from shellfish waste um, and using that to make plastic alternatives.
1: That's interesting. So you have a background in mechanical engineering, and now you moved into bioengineering.
2: Yeah, that's right. I think you can use the same principles of engineering in different fields. That's been helpful, having that mindset. But in our team, we're quite diverse. Amir is more focused on the material formulation and material creation. I do a lot of the business development. And then Ed's actually the one who focuses on the manufacturing of the material.
1: How did you come up with the initial idea to use shellfish material? Was it during a lobster dinner with friends?
2: (laughs) I think we were all interested in looking at how we could make an ecological impact. It was actually a group project that we did during our master's. We started looking at waste materials, and the deeper we looked into it, we found that fish waste is an area that's underlooked at. It was just a natural start. We focused fully on that area and went from there, and the project evolved greatly since there, where we tried to sell certain things, or we tried to scale up the manufacturing process. We're driven by essentially being uncompromising in creating materials that will degrade in any environment.
1: So the procedure was to do research work first, and then you started to make your own experiments.
2: We started by collecting shells from restaurants in London and doing experiments in the lab. What we found was the main gap with a lot of these biodegradable polymers are the ones that are truly degradable. They're quite difficult to manufacture, and so we started looking at it from that lens as How can you make manufacturable formulations that can use traditional manufacturing methods like injection molding or twin screw compounding?
0: Food waste is such a big problem also for the environment. Not just plastic pollution, but food waste contributes a lot to global warming. So The fact that you're using a byproduct food waste and making it completely circular is really cool.
2: Yeah, I think the deeper we've gone into the project itself, we found that you can get a lot of valuable ingredients from food waste. You can get a lot of valuable ingredients from agricultural waste. The main trouble within this space is connecting the dots and sourcing that supply chain because it's not a commodity that's traded. But once you do, you make, like you said, almost a double impact if you can successfully source those waste streams at a large scale because they do exist at a very large scale. And at the moment, they aren't being utilized for anything.
1: Where do you see the biggest challenges now? Is it technically or in sourcing the raw material or on the marketing side?
2: I think operations and logistics with any hardware company where you're making physical products will be a challenge. You need to scale very quickly in order to bring the cost down and be competitive. That's one product challenge. The other challenge we face is that plastics and alternatives to plastics is a very murky space. The understanding of what's compostable versus biodegradable versus what's recyclable, it's very confusing and often it's difficult as a consumer to understand how to dispose of your waste and it's difficult for companies to actually know what they're doing is going to be effective. For example, the regulations in the UK for recycling is different than the EU.
1: I agree. And this is what I experienced as well on my learning curve at Beyond Plastic. Biomaterials are pretty new And today's industry standards and regulations, for example, the packaging industry, are made for the existing materials. And it's technically a complex matter with the technical language behind. There are descriptions and terms which are used differently by different people, and this can lead to confusion. What are the future plans for Shellworks?
2: We're gearing up to its commercial production. We started doing some pilots using new manufacturing methods, which are much more scalable, and so hope to see our products in the market by the middle of next year. The two biggest areas of impact is cosmetic packaging and food packaging. And that's because the products interact with people's bodies, so people are more conscious about making decisions that are good for the environment and also good for them. So that's how we landed upon these two markets as areas to innovate. And then naturally with cosmetics, a lot of companies are already shifting to using all natural ingredients. Packaging is the last piece of completing that narrative to consumers. So we find that that's the best impact, but also ultimately you also have to show an economic benefit. And we find that that's also where the economic benefit lies right now, at least. Very
1: good. Very good. Packaging for cosmetics might be an interesting area of application because this industry is looking for aesthetically interesting solutions and it is not as cost critical when it comes to packaging the goods.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I think it's a good place for us to start given we're designers as well. So like you said, aesthetic is something that we can relate to.
1: Besides the fantastic activities you are doing with Shellworks, what do you think we all can do to fight the plastic problem in large scale?
2: It's a really massive problem. And I think it has to be tackled from a lot of different stakeholders and a lot of different ends. There's the consumer side of it, which comes through education. A lot more consumers are trying to deal with the problem on an individual basis. There's also the business side of it. There are now many more alternatives coming on the market. Greenwashing has been a problem in the past. A lot of businesses are cautious to move to new materials or change the material that they're using right now. There's a bit of a complex process within that, but I think that's required. And then finally, the government has been doing, especially in Europe and the UK, which has been really promising in introducing either tariffs or regulations. That's also driving a lot of movement in the right direction.
0: So we created the Beyond Plastic platform for people to exchange ideas for a world of less plastic. What would you like to see Beyond Plastic do in the future? The things that were interesting already
2: was when you did the awards, you not only presented the awards, but you created a catalogue of everyone's different ideas. You could see how people were tackling it from very different perspectives, which is what is necessary if we are to solve this problem more engagement like that would be great. And then even starting conversations within different industries or having different panels, having more of a conversation, for example, as a startup, talking to larger companies and what their perspectives on sustainability and how they're addressing it is, or engaging consumers and understanding what their perspective is, bringing more perspectives to the table within one conversation could be an interesting platform to explore as well.
1: Thanks a lot for this input. Beyond Plastic is now around one year old. Interestingly, we mainly got in contact with young, passionate individuals, students, designers, startups. So far, not so much with big industry players. So in future, we can look into connecting these worlds. In Sia, we could talk much longer, but this is a coffee talk, so time is over now. Thank you so much for telling us the amazing Shellworks story and the philosophy behind it. All the best to you and your team, Mincia.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It was great chatting to both you and Katie.
0: Thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, You can find the transcript of our coffee talk and also a link to today's project at www.beyondplastic.net. Please also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on social media at Beyond Plastic. It's great to have you on board on our journey for a world with less plastic and we'll see you again very soon.